You are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. What's the worst that could happen? Imagine that you're on a stage, you're either speaking in public or better yet singing in public, you're in front of your family, your friends, and thousands upon thousands of strangers. What do you imagine is the worst thing that could happen in that situation? Let's take a look at my battle performance for the voice of Finland, then we're going to continue on this subject. So for many people, their worst fear in that situation would be that they would freeze, that they would forget what they were saying or singing, that they would make a mistake basically and embarrass themselves and, you know, maybe be made fun of by other people and at at the very least, you know, judge very harshly for making a mistake. So let's take a look at the feedback I received. It's like some parts where like you were singing it, but not like hitting almost any of the notes that you were supposed to hit. So to me, it was partly a bit of a mess. But that being said, it was fun watching you because you guys had fun. So thank you. Alrighty then. Red Rama, yeah, Isaac Elliott. You, you guys both improved from uh, from the rehearsals for sure, and uh, and you had a lot of fun. I don't know it, it was it was fun to watch for sure. 
I wanna I wanna say that you both improved. You worked very hard, but we also have to be honest. There were a lot of notes that were off key. It's not about disrespecting you. We feel terrible sitting here criticizing. I don't like it one bit, and it feels really bad. But I'm actually not gonna choose either one of you. Is that possible? And who wants to steal Amy? Kuka haluaa Amy joukkueeseen? Painakaa nappia. Unfortunately, it seems that there's nothing happening over there, so I must thank you for thank a good race. Annetaan Amy. He has really strong singers. I mean, the whole competition is full of strong singers, so I mean, I actually feel pretty okay. I mean, honestly, my whole experience here has been really positive and, and I've met really great people, so... So I didn't include the Finnish dialogue in that so much because I didn't think most of my listeners would understand it. But basically, there was a part when the host was just clarifying from my coach that he wanted to choose neither one of us. And in doing so, then he received uh, another save so he could take a new singer to his team. And then there was a piece where my coach was saying that he wanted to basically ensure that the best singers and the competition went through. You know, my finish isn't perfect, but it was basically along those lines. Some things that were not shown uh, were when one of the other judges, Tony Virtanen, stood up and booed that decision. In fact, Tony's feedback wasn't really shown at all, and neither was the other judge, Ollie Lindholm, and he actually had some kind words for my battle partner, you know, something along the lines of, well, hey, you know, you tried the rap. I was, you know, surprised by that. Something, something along those lines. Uh, what else was not shown was how long we were standing on that stage because the host of the show was incredibly confused about what was going on. Also, my coach asked me the question of why I chose the Blind Audition song I did, the song Not Afraid. And of course, I answered honestly and said that I've always been afraid of rapping in public because I've been afraid of the the critiques, basically, and that that had only been like the third or fourth time that I've ever rapped in public. And not one of these more positive things was shown on national TV. So for many singers, the feedback that Nita and I received would be kind of a nightmare. That's kind of the worst case scenario that um, you're really uh, not being looked at as a professional singer, basically, that you're kind of being seen as, as less than, as less talented than for in this case, all the other singers in the show, because there were a couple times where my coach was talking about, um, you know, there's better singers in the show and I want to make sure that the best singers get through. Um, it's an interesting thing because it's so easy to take the opinions of other people really seriously and take them to heart and to take that shame to heart. And this isn't, out of disrespect for the judges of The Voice of Finland. It's not about that. It's about knowing also within my heart that I am as good as most of the singers on that show. Maybe not all of them. There were there are incredibly talented singers on that show. But definitely, I deserve to be there. It was only a smile But my heart, it went a while I was 
That's the thing with art too and music is it's so subjective. It, it really has to do with people's preferences and their personal tastes. So in this situation, I did have moments, many moments, especially in the beginning where I didn't take it personally, actually. I kind of recognized responsibility that was it the best performance I've ever given? Probably not. No, it wasn't. And I also didn't internalize that I was a complete, you know, piece of crap either for not doing a perfect job. And I think that's really important to have those moments come through and to put a little bit more value on those thoughts because I have to be honest as well, I had many thoughts that were completely the opposite. That night I I had a few minutes maybe uh I I really don't know how long it was now. <laughs> maybe it was longer than minutes to be honest. but i had a lot of moments of rumination of being in a really painful place where i remembered all the times that i have failed quote unquote in music before or that my pitch hasn't been perfect the other critiques that i've gotten and when i was in that mood it seemed really real it seemed like there was a lot of evidence to support that i wasn't good enough and i was never going to be good enough and maybe i should just put in the towel with this whole singing thing you know it's it's too hard it's too much work it's not for me and the irony is when i look back now from a different perspective and in and in a different mood that there was only maybe one other situation <laughs> that was backing up this experience so in my whole life in my decades of life there's only been very few situations where i've received that kind of crit- critique and and felt embarrassed and felt ashamed so that's interesting that our brain can make a mountain out of a molehill out of a situation when we're disappointed and i think it's it's pretty natural and normal to when you feel disappointed to have those low moments of self-doubt it's also normal and natural to perhaps have moments of anger because i've had that too i'm not a saint <laughs> you know i had moments when i watched the episode for the first time i i was like where's the po- more positive feedback that we received from the other two judges because they also said yeah it wasn't perfect but it was fun and it doesn't kind of always have to be perfect you know things along those lines and i was like where's that you know i was so then afraid of the public feedback that we were going to receive because the experts the two people that they showed the feedback for really had the same opinion that our performance was really really bad <laughs> that you know uh that that it was kind of the right decision that neither of us had gotten through um so then it's it's so interesting to watch the phenomena of the mind then kind of get on the defense You know, I I definitely have seen my ego has been on the defense a little bit with this too. You know, I I remember then watching all the other episodes and you know, my my brain was like hunting for all these reasons like, well, how come no one else sang together as much as me and Nita did? How come everyone else had several lines that they could sing and show their skills for when Nita and I would just had to go line by line back and forth this and that, right? It, it, it's looking my brain was looking for um 
blame or, or reasons to let myself kind of off the hook uh, because it's very painful. It's very painful to be in a situation where you feel that you've kind of failed, let yourself down, uh, perhaps let your loved ones down, etc. So I've shared with you so far a lot of the thoughts I've had. They've been very different depending on whatever mood I'm in at the time. So which one is the right one? How, how, how do you know in yourself what opinions to really trust? Because reflecting on it now, it's really ironic that when I did the video for my blind audition, I admitted feeling a whole host of emotion about that too. Feeling insecurity and then feeling proud, feeling determined, feeling, you know, a little vulnerable, things like that. And that episode had a really positive outcome. But yet my internal experience was very varied and I experienced a huge range of emotion and opinion about it. And then the second episode, the outcome was negative. And yet I still, as a human being, have experienced a huge range of emotion. And I have also experienced a lot of positive about it as well. It's really lit kind of a fire under my butt and really allowed me to focus in, look at where can I improve? Because there's, there's a trick with the blame thing, you know, blaming other people or feeling shame for yourself doesn't take you anywhere. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't help you. It just makes you feel bad <laughs> and, or angry, you know, in this case, definitely seeing that, okay, you know, do I feel I was perhaps portrayed as fairly as I would have liked? No. Do I realize it's a show? Yes. Do I think people are out to maliciously make me look bad? No, I don't think so. You know, you start to see that things happen in life. We do the best we can, but it doesn't always work out the way we want. And that's inevitable. So the biggest take home for today is that disappointment is inevitable. Even when you prepare and do all the steps that you, you think that you can do to ensure a successful outcome, at the end of the day, we can't control it. We can do the best we can. I mean, I did rehearse. <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing to say that. I rehearsed a lot, actually. <laughs> but um, looking back again, I didn't rehearse with my partner a lot. And I didn't rehearse with in-ear monitors a lot or with the band a lot. So I didn't rehearse with the real-life situation a lot. So, okay, that's an aha moment. That's something moving forward. I know a better way to rehearse. So we can only know how to improve and learn from hitting these failures. You know, hitting these zones of failures, quote-unquote, is where the richest learning can take place because we know what to do moving forward. And when we don't have these painful moments, it maybe isn't obvious to us. It isn't known to us what we can do to get better, to improve, to keep growing. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. So I want to wrap up today and just say that in my case, when confronted with the worst that could happen, at the end of the day, it really wasn't that awful. 
you know, I've been so insecure about receiving negative feedback and there has been negative feedback already <laughs> on, on the Instagram sites and things like that. Just saying, yeah, you know, he'd made the right decision and yeah, good for you, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you know, that's the beauty of life and getting your hands dirty. You start to realize that sometimes when you face your biggest fears, yeah, it was uncomfortable. I'm not going to say it wasn't uncomfortable, but it also wasn't as bad as I made it up in my head to be. It wasn't so bad that I should have never got on that stage and done what I love to do. And it's not so bad that I won't continue to get on that stage and do what I love to do and make music and make music and make my next album, etc. So that's really my take home for you is that disappointments are inevitable. Keep doing what you love to do. Is it possible that you can do what you love just for the pure love of it, regardless of what happens, regardless of the positive or the negative that you receive? I think also to sum up today, of course, I do think it's important that we do take responsibility and we can as honestly as we can reflect back on ways that we can improve because we can all improve. And then the last take home of today, though, the last summary point is when those stories start coming into your head about why you're no good or why the world's out to get you. Take them with a grain of salt. Remember, I'm sounding like a broken record, I know, but disappointment is inevitable in life. People that have been, by all intents and purposes, very successful, like Lady Gaga, like the Beatles, like Michael Jordan, they've all experienced disappointment along their path. So it's part of the process, it's part of life, and it isn't personal, even though it feels like it is sometimes, it really isn't personal. It's just part of, of living and growing and improving. So don't give up on yourself. I'm not going to give up on myself. Let's stay accountable to each other. And that's, that's, that's what I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate deeply the views and the comments that I do receive. And I'm excited to keep growing alongside with you. Again, my name is Amy Leo. You've been listening to what we should have learned in school. And I really would encourage you to join this conversation and this life journey with me. And all you've got to do is click the subscribe button. One simple click really could make all the difference. I'll talk to you next time. Until next time, keep rocking and know that I'm with you. If you've had a disappointment this week, I, I get the roller coaster of emotion, but just hang in there. There's going to be a moment where the clouds part and you have a little bit more perspective and a direction of what you can do moving forward to grow, to improve, and to, to kind of move beyond the situation. Because thinking over and over again about what we should have done, what we could have done, it can be helpful for a moment or two, right? We try to find what we can do to learn and get better. But after a certain point, that just becomes really harmful. And kind of useless because the past is the past. We take what we can from it. We learn, we move forward. There's no real helpful motive or reason to just get stuck in that painful place. Okay.
I'm really done now. Okay. <laughs> Sending my love to you. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.